Hi, it is April the 8th, not April the 8th, March the 8th, excuse me, I don't know my own birth month. Hi, it's the day before my birthday, happy day before my birthday, happy birthday, Evelia Grace. So hi, this uh, podcast is not going to be about my birthday, but it might turn into being about my life. So if you're ready for that, buckle up, buckle up. So, a little bit about today's podcast. If you are on social media at all, um, or on Snap, like any form of social media, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, you have seen that, um, today, March 8th, is, um, International Women's Day, um, and, you know, there have been some incredible women throughout our history who have made a impact for not only the world, but also for the kingdom of God, and, um, so today everybody's been posting people who they admire, women who they admire, who they look up to, a lot of them have, you know, shared their mothers and grandmothers, and some have shared celebrities that they look up to, But when I thought about today and women who have helped me and who have paved the way for me, um, of course, my mother and grandmother have been great influences. My, my family have, my sister, I mean, just, I have so many women in my family who I look up to, but down to the nitty gritty, um, several months back, well, I'd say it was probably about a month or two back, and I began to list women in the Bible who, um, were completely unqualified or had a form of an issue or came from muck, mud, or dirt that I could completely relate to that God ended up using and just to name a couple of those women, um, uh, the woman at the well, the woman caught in adultery, the woman with the issue of blood who reached out to touch the hem of his garment, um, Mary, who was young, and um, there's so many more that... Um, just flood my mind uh Gomer Hosea's wife Gomer and um I began to just think on those women at that point in time of the day and I wrote down she was me and let me expand on what I meant when I wrote down she was me Um, It's pretty self-explanatory, but I want to, um, gosh, I didn't think I was going to be emotional. (sighs) Um, When I wrote down, she was me. It was because I related so much to those women. The woman at the well who had, who was so thirsty, (laughs) and I I know I'm not the only one who's ever been thirsty, but 
uh, she came to the well thirsty, but she also came so empty. Not just thirsty in the natural, but thirsty in the spiritual. And she wanted something and didn't know where to get it, so she turned to men. And I related to that so much. But then she went to the well and was so blindsided, completely unexpecting, unex- unexpectedly. She came face to face with the solution to all her problems. And sometimes that's how God will. That's how God will hit you. It's completely unexpected, unexpected, and in the most unexpected ways. And if you don't know that story, look it up and study it. Just read it. You don't even have to study it because it speaks volumes. Just reading it. But she was broken, hurting. And struggling, filled with so much shame. How do we know she was filled with so much shame? Because of the time of day she went to the well so that no one was around. Because she was so shameful. Or she was so shame-filled. And she felt so... She felt like she couldn't... She couldn't be around anyone because of all the, the things that she has done with all the people she had done. And she was me. But then she came face to face with the answer to all her problems. She had an encounter and she thirsts no more. And we have the first female evangelist. She was me. She was broken, hurting, but then she had an encounter with the Lord. Then we have the woman caught in adultery. Ooh, this one hits close to home. <laughs> um, she was in the very act with so much shame, so much guilt, naked, completely exposed only to be ripped away from the wrong that she was doing to be dragged to the feet of the man who could do one of two things forgive her or have her dead she was like the woman at the well completely blindsided By meeting the answer to all of her problems. So she fell at the feet of the one. The only one who is without sin. Who could have cast the stone. But he didn't. He lifted her up. And he said, your sins are forgiven. Go and sin no more. She was me.
And then we look at Hosea and Gomer. And this story is so beautiful. And Gomer, Gomer's life was used to show God's love for the bride and God's love for his people. Where she had the good, she had the man, she had the good guy, she had, you know, in a spiritual sense, for me, there was the church, she had church, she had a good foundation, she had the family, maybe she didn't have a a good foundation, but she had good pointers, she was she had she was in a good environment but there's something about <laughs> when you listen to the lies of the enemy for so long that says you're going to mess it up you're going to be the one who takes this good thing and shatters it to the ground. You're going to be the one who wrecks this thing. Turn back. Go back to the lustful, sinful, dirty, broken life that you used to have because you can't mess it up there. So she did. She was me. (sighs) But then, unexpectedly, like the woman at the well, and like the woman caught in adultery, Though she didn't come face to face with Christ himself. Here comes her husband. With the love of Christ inside of him. That says that's mine right there. And I will pay the ultimate price. To have her. Because I don't see the shame and the dirt that she's wearing. I don't see her nakedness. I see my bride. I see a beautiful, beautiful woman. That's mine that I've given my name. That was crossed. And Gomer was me. And then I think about Mary. Sweet, sweet Mary. She was young. She was young. And she she had known no man she had been so good she followed the rules she was so good 
<laughs> and then all of a sudden, completely unexpected, but in a different way, <laughs> in a different way, here comes an angel sent from God himself that said, woman, Whew. do not be afraid. And she didn't know, didn't comprehend why me. She couldn't understand it. Why me? I'm a I'm young and I think about all the shame that must have come after that. Though it was a promise that God instilled inside of her, though it was the answer to everything that was instilled and placed inside of her by God himself. Hmm. Sometimes when God puts something inside of you, people don't understand and people judge. And I can only imagine the judgment she faced. Because people didn't understand. Though I could never say that that was me. That living pure, living a good life, being interrupted at a young age. Though I can't fully say that that was me. What I can say is I know what it's like to carry a promise that nobody understands and that I've been judged for. Though, though it's not the same, I understand to an extent. And I think about all of these women, there's so many of them that are used throughout the Bible. Esther, Esther, she was a, she, she was a Jew. She had no right to become queen. But God saw otherwise. And because she became queen for such a time as this, she saved a nation. There's so many women in the Bible that God used. And man, I'm grateful for it. I think of Mary Magdalene. She had seven demons. She had seven demons. She was tormented by darkness. Though I may have not been possessed 
I know what it's like to be heavily oppressed. And I know what it's like to be tormented by darkness daily. She was me. But then, God looked her in the eye and said, I have called you by name and you are mine. He wrapped his arms around her and he loved her the way she didn't think she could ever be loved. She was me. All of these women who have struggled, the woman with the issue of blood, all she did was reach out and touch the hem of his garment in a time of hopelessness. (laughs) When the doctors... When the doctors gave bad reports, when the doctors, when the doctors said, we can't fix you, for me, it was when the doctors told me, your levels will never be normal again. We can't promise you. That this won't affect your ability to have children. We want to have hope that it will. But we can't promise anything. We can't promise that you'll ever have a normal calcium level ever again. We can't promise that your thyroid levels will ever be normal. We can't promise that your parathyroid will ever work again. Like the doctors looked at her and said, we can't promise you will ever stop bleeding. There's no hope. We've tried everything. You're just unclean. She was hopeless. She was broken. And she saw a sliver of light at the end of the tunnel. And she said, if I can just touch... Her faith, I can only imagine, was so small because her hopelessness was so heavy. But she pressed past it all and she touched. She was me. Though my body has not gained full healing, I promised God if he got my my levels to a normal level one time, that I'd walk in my healing, and he did. That's why I'm walking in it. Even on days where it seems bad, where I seem sick, where I feel weak and lethargic or feel bad, I say, God, I receive my healing. I think I... I'm walking in it. You've already promised it. You already did it because I I told you, Lord, if you'll just give me this one time where it's normal, I'm going to walk in it like it's mine forever. And that's what I'm doing. And all it took was for her to reach out and touch one time. She was me. So... 
today has brought out some emotions in me. Mostly because I look at all the women in the Bible that God was able to use that were just as broken and bruised as I was. So, I want you guys to know, I did not think I was going to cry during all of this. (laughs) I did not expect to get as emotional as I did. Um, I did not expect for this to go on for 21 minutes, but it did. And I am grateful for whatever I have said. Um, But... um, This is what I want you to think about as you listen to this podcast or after you end this podcast. Something I want you to know. In case you don't know already, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Each and every person who is listening to this podcast Every lady who has tuned in, I want you to know that you are strong. You are brave. You can do the things that you don't think that you can do. The plans that God has for you are greater than you can ever imagine. The things that you will accomplish are not by your own might or by your own power, but because the Holy Spirit and the Lord has allowed you to do and be those things. I want you to know that you are not alone. On the days when you feel heavy, the days where you feel beat up, bruised, lonely, broken, shameful, The days where you just feel like there's no hope and this is the best it's going to get. I want you to hear it from my mouth. I've been there. And oh, there's so much greater to come. I was listening, and I'm fixing a jump on a guy, and I know that I've been doing this for 23 minutes, but I was listening to Kevin Wallace, and he was talking on Job, and um, I believe it was Job, um, but um, he, in the Bible, lost everything. Um, he uh, had lost his he lost everything and his wife said why don't you just curse God and die and that sounds harsh but what she was trying to do was save him from anything else happening she thought anyway she thought that that would be the way out was just to curse God and die and everything would get better And every time she said that, Job would rejoice in the Lord. I believe it was Job. If I'm getting that wrong, I apologize. Um, 
but he would rejoice in the Lord. And Kevin Wallace was the one who preached on this. And it hit me so hard because he said, you know, sometimes we look at one side of God and we say, you're doing nothing. You're doing nothing. I'm losing everything. I'm hurting. I'm broken. I'm bleeding. I'm tattered. I'm worn. Where are you? But it's in the moments when we can't see him working. That he's just working on the other side. And he's saying, baby, it'll make sense. It'll make sense. Hold on. Hold on. So, I want to leave you with something that I got last night. I was praying, and the Lord began to show me and remind me of taffy being pulled and what it looks like. And so I looked up, why is taffy stretched? And it said, taffy is stretched to remove the unwanted air bubbles to make the taffy lighter. And when I read that, I wanted to run and shout because sometimes our season of stretching isn't to harm us, but it's to remove all the unwanted areas and air bubbles areas that was kind of the pun that I put in Uh, remove the unwanted areas of our life in order to make us lighter I know that I've gone through a season of stretching before and man it hurts it hurts but when it's over (sighs) you feel so much lighter feel so much better so I know that this was a a interesting podcast to say the least and I got a little more emotional than I thought that I would however I am very grateful to have this platform and to be able I'm I'm grateful that God has blessed me and allowed me to have this platform and to have the um the technology and to have the uh outlets and the resources to be able to do this and I'm thankful for the those of you who do listen and um who interact with me and message me and tell me that they are enjoying my podcast and that it's touching them because I don't care if there's two or if there's 2000 who listen to my podcast because I do it for one however it stretches it stretches However it goes, it goes. Whoever hears it, hears it. But ultimately, I'm doing this for God and to put the things that are inside of me outside of just my body so that the enemy can hear me say it and speak it. 
and putting it on recording, put it, putting it in a recording and posting it to social media and to all these podcast platforms makes the enemy mad because it's just his word getting spread, God's word getting spread even more. So I want to thank you guys for listening, for tuning in, and for making me feel loved, valued, and special. And I thank you guys for allowing me to be a part of your life. Um, Some of you I've not met, and you just know me through this podcast and... I want to thank you for listening, for tuning in. I pray that today, um, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this, that you would have a blessed and fantastic day and that God would just touch you in ways you never expected. I pray that he would come to you at unexpected moments when you're hurting, broken, tattered, torn, and I hope that he comes, I pray that he comes to you on good days, you know, that in good days you would show, you would, you would see and rejoice for the one who has given you that good day. Um, so I pray that your day is good today. That you have a fantastic day wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this. I love you very, very, very much. And um, I will see you on the next one. Bye.